Take advantage of Johnson & Johnson's winter wellness event and get rewarded. It pays to be prepared for the season. Get sweet deals from Johnson & Johnson's Winter Wellness Event now through December 3rd. If you purchase $15 or $25 of participating products at BJ's, you can get a $5 or $10 reward. Plus, you can even enter to win a Visa Rewards card. Purchase at BJ's, upload your receipt, and choose your reward. It pays to be prepared at BJ's. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Join Rabbit and Red Radio Network on Patreon for exclusive shows, content, swag, and more. For the low price of $2 per month, you can join the family. So check us out at patreon.com slash network one That's patreon.com slash network the number one. I know a place. I know a place. Where life is good. Where life, life is good. A brand new place. A brand new place. In your neighborhood. Your neighborhood. Come to my place. Where dreams come true. Come true. The new Solon Kmart will celebrate its grand opening starting Thursday. Hundreds of grand opening specials await. I usually go by Father Mahoney, but for today, I'm going to be going with Rob Father Mahoney because I want to be, be more personal with this show. Okay, because every uh, I, 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 that's uh, Father Mahoney is how I, I, I know you. Everywhere I see one, it's Father Mahoney. I mean, I know you're Rob, yeah. but, you know, when I say Father Mahoney, some people are like, oh, that was that guy on MASH. No, no, that, that's, that's my buddy, Rob. 
<laughs> yeah, Father Mahoney was uh, something that came up, ironically, in past podcasts that are no longer around any longer. And it's kind of stuck with me for now six, seven years now, seven years. So I always change mine to be theme, you know, when I do them with Poe or with uh, Cripple Cody, I put the, uh, so that's why tonight I'm blue light, Paul, because I'm cheap. Well, if uh, the intro that I was hoping for was going to be available, I was going to have something Cheers related, you know, like Norm, uh, like Norm Mahoney. <laughs> but I, hey, we, I might, that, that I'm going to want to do TV shows too. So let me explain. Living in the past, I, uh, I get depressed sometimes when I look at the internet and see how the world is. And then I just sit there, you know, I'm 50 years old. So I see how depressing the world now makes me. And I just sit and reminisce about the old days. So I came up with this show just to show people, you know, what it was like in the days of dinosaurs, according to, you know, the young kids nowadays and just something, you know, to reminisce like, you know, two old people whittling wood on a porch somewhere, just talking about stuff. Yeah. But, with me, I, I'm I'm kind of the same way. I look around the internet and cell phones, and I think to myself, what what happened to the days of uh, the phones on the side of the road? You know, call uh, when you had an emergency, you had to pull over and find a phone booth to call someone. And now it's like you you could be right next to somebody and talk to somebody, and I don't understand it sometimes. So, like you, I like to live in the past and think about. You know, all the music that has gone by, all the movies that have gone by, all the traditions as a child that have gone by. Like for me, uh, we always had that rule that when the lights went on, that was the time to go home. And today's kids, I see them out at like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. And I'm thinking to myself, like, what happened? What ha- what, what happened where the world had to change everything? Oh yeah, that it it just it gets me so you know I will go out to eat or I'll go somewhere and I'll see a family sitting there eating dinner, none of them talking, they're all on their phone. It's like, what what do you you know st- spend some quality time, talk, have a good time. I don't get it, but I'm just an old fart, I guess. Yeah, we're both old farts. Uh, I mean, I was the kind of type of kid when I got home, I had to do my homework first. There was no questions about that. But after that, it was like I, I instantly wanted to go out and play with my friends. And now there's no incentive to go out and play. You, you, there's too many things that keep a child in now. And I'm not going to be one of those people that trash gamers. I, I, I loved uh, video games when I was a kid. I, I watched that episode with you and uh, Cripple Cody talking about video games. And I was sitting there reminiscing. I was like, oh, my God. Like I, I almost felt like I wanted to be a gamer again just from talking about older games. Oh, I still sit and play games all the time. Uh, yeah. My wife will be next to me on her phone playing her games. And, you know, but I, I, you know, it's just, it's just like, you should take some time out and, you know, spend some quality time with each other. I'm a very loving person. So, you know, I like to people to, I try to not make waves. I don't like, I don't, I don't talk to any of my friends about politics or religion because I want to keep my friends. My friendship's yeah. more important to me than any of that. So I keep away from that. We, I'd rather talk movies, video games, you know, whatever, leave that stuff somewhere else. Yeah. Th- I mean, that's the same with me. Like now that, now that internet is around, yes, I'm on it a lot, but uh, like you, I don't like to talk uh, any kind of controversial issues because that's where 
I've seen it way too many times where friends argue about whether, uh, whatever color that they voted for or whatever uh, virus or whatever. And then I see, oh, he unfriended me, she unfriended me. They ended a 20-something year friendship. And I'm sitting there going, for what? Like, to me, friendship is more than uh, who you voted for or who you uh, back. To me, friendship is a, a connection between two people that have so much in common that one little glitch shouldn't have to uh, end the whole friendship over it. And just like I mean, if you or anybody else, if I see something on your Facebook page and I'm like, oh, my God, I don't agree with that. You know what I do? Nothing. I do absolutely yes. nothing. For one, it's your page. Do your thing. I do my thing. I don't I'm sure not everybody agrees with me and I don't agree with everybody else. But I do the common courtesy of minding my own damn business. I no, I agree with that uh, because I, I just posted something recently about how people shouldn't be unfriending people because of certain topics and instantly i got a lot of feedback and i'm just sitting there going like i wasn't criticizing anybody i was just saying that these things shouldn't matter in a friendship and to me i'm like you if i see something on someone else's page that's your opinion and i'm not gonna hate you for it and i'm not gonna and if i love you i'm not gonna Oh, I'm not going to like rub it in other people's faces and comment like, oh, look, you are so right. I love you. This is the greatest thing I ever saw because someone else on this page might have a difference of opinion. Right. And then, yeah, I don't want to cause any problems on someone else's page. So, like I said that one time and Poe on one on one of the near do wells, then Poe brought it up shortly after a couple episodes later where I said, don't be red. Don't be blue. Be clear. Just be clear. Just do your own thing and love and respect your friends and you'll have a great life. Yeah. Cause in the end we both have the same color blood. Yep. And then like, so that's what, this is all the stuff that made me think of the show. Cause I was, you know, like for instance, when I was a kid, my mom, Hey, we got to go to the grocery store. I'd get all, I don't want to go to the grocery store or she'd have to go to like Joanne's or something. I need to get a new dress. I don't want to go. But yeah. the moment she said, hey, we're going to run to Kmart, I was in the car before she could finish her sentence because yep. I loved going to Kmart. I loved going to Kmart. It was yep. the greatest adventure for, for little old me. And, you know, I was a crazy kid. So oh, oh, I can tell you like a quick story um, about crazy kid. So a lot of uh, a lot of people on this network know about the Bruins guy story, how I was seen in, in the back of the mayor and I, I became all like an internet star but i at seven years old i i uh well we didn't have an internet back then but i broke all the um police radios in boston when i ran away as a, as a seven-year-old on the boston public uh, subway and i was gone for a total of 11 and a half hours now to me it was a joy ride to me i was having the greatest time of my life to the rest of the city, panic. <laughs> I had Boston police looking for me. I had MBTA, which is the Mass Bay, Bay Transit Authority that runs the subway, police looking for me. I had all the the connecting uh, little like suburbs of Boston looking for me because that subway went to not just Boston, but some of the outer cities. Um, Eleven and a half hours uh, later, I, I popped up and... I was just eating a donut, and one of the police that was traveling the subway was, hey, are you, uh, back, back then I was known as Bobby, 
hey, are you Bobby Mahoney? And I'm like looking around like, um, how does this guy know me? <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, who's asking? He goes, Boston police. <laughs> and I got my first squad car ride. <laughs> and of course, you know, being seven years old, I was I was more scared of the cop ride than I was missing in a, a major city for 11 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I peed my pants. And there oh. we go. <laughs> oh, I, yes, I peed my pants when I got to this Boston public, uh, Boston police station. My aunt was there waiting for me. And of course, the first thing she did was, you know, hug me and hold me. And then she goes, Don't you ever do that again to us? <laughs> so, yeah, that was my little crazy Bobby story. Wow. I would have, I, I grew up, I grew up in it, uh, not in Atlanta. Uh, but uh, in the sub uh, the suburbs of Atlanta, I w- I lived in Marietta, up in Cobb County. So it's still yeah. big, but it wasn't Atlanta. But you know, I, you had a big city to hide in. If I had ever ran away, I'd have had nowhere to go. You know, it, there was no subways, no nothing. It's not like a taxi was gonna you know pick me up and you know, hey kid, get in. Well, maybe they would have, but I'm glad they didn't. But yeah, so I I I, I could I could I wanted to run away sometimes, but I just didn't have transportation. I mean, at least you had some quick transportation, so. So at least you had some place to go. Yeah. But I I knew I was going to be, you know, if you look back, I kind of, I had my childhood started kind of rough. I think uh, there's a picture of me floating around somewhere where I'm a little baby with a certain beverage sitting on a coffee, uh, sitting on the kitchen table. And uh, so you could tell from a picture like that, oh man, this kid's going to be, this kid's going to be trouble. Was it an alcoholic drink? Yes, it was me with an alcoholic drink, but I wasn't just a young kid. I was still a toddler. A baby. Yep, yeah, same here, I, same here. I do believe it was a, a Pabst Blue Ribbon because that was the beer to drink in the 70s. You know, it wasn't yeah. Old Milwaukee or Bush. It was Pabst. I know now Pabst is more of a, a, a hippie, uh, yuppie kind of. Yuppie, you know, yuppie flavor now. Yeah, yeah. They, they It went away, and then they brought it back, and, I, and so, I, you know, no one – no one I hang out with drinks past blue ribbon, but, uh, but yeah, back then it was the thing, but well, you uh, should I break to, one open every once in a while to reminisce. If it tastes the same. I mean, I don't <laughs> remember what it tastes like. It's been so long, yeah. but, yeah. uh, but I used to, the, the first thing I would do is I would get out of the car and just run shoot right to those rides. Remember those rides? Your mother would have to dig around for a quarter. And yeah, I mean, it was just a stupid little ride that went like this. It was a horse, or it was they, inside they were outside of Kmart, I believe, too. Yeah, I had to ride it. I wouldn't go in unless I rode it. I would cause a scene if I, I did. So she knew to have a quarter. Yeah, same here. So, so, but I would ride that thing like it was the greatest. It, like I was on the Apollo and I was going to the moon. I just, I had to ride it. And looking back on it now, you know, I, it was kind of stupid of me because it was the slowest ride. You know. Yes. Okay, so uh, Joey's the, me, I, PBR is still delicious. Okay. Okay. I have to try it. Go on. Well, uh, for me, I used to ride that thing like it was Secretariat. <laughs> <laughs> like I was about to win the Kentucky Derby with that. But uh, yeah, those were the good, those were simpler times. That's what I think that's the thing I most reminisce about is things were so much simpler back then. Oh, yeah. And, and if the ride was broken, I would cry so bad sometimes. My mom would have to drive to another Kmart to find because it's like she. I was a mama's boy. If I cried, she, you know, I got what I wanted. 
Yeah. Um, and I wasn't doing it on purpose. It was just she babied me so that I was used to getting my way. So she just, okay, we'll take you to another one. So after I would ride the ride, though, the next thing I would do is, I don't know if you remember, nowadays you can go into like laundromats and stuff and some places still that have like one or two gumball machines. Yeah. Kmart had a wall of gumball machines. A wall. Yes, they did. You'd have uh, gum, candies, uh, Star Wars trading cards would be in one, baseball cards. So I had to get some gum. Rubber rubber balls. Yep. Yep. I would try to get a rubber ball, some gum. And then I would want uh, some baseball cards. So my mom hasn't even stepped foot in the store yet, and she spent like a buck and a half already. Well, for baseball cards, I used to collect those, but like they were like going on a style. And me and my friends would play uh, ba- uh, baseball war. It was kind of like war, but with baseball cards. And it, we would each put down a, a card, and if we, the team matched, then – it, it would be like one, two, three, and then you had to grab all the, all the cards. And whoever okay. grabbed all the cards got to keep everything that was built up already. Oh, so, okay. yeah. I lo- I've lost a lot of good – I lost the Carl Yastrzemski uh, second-year card on that on that game. So y'all and would just – so y'all would just keep throwing them down until they matched the team. Till, till the teams till the teams matched. And, and then, then we do fought. like war, like one, two, three, and whoever had – the uh, better it was basically whoever had the better player on the fourth, so you'd have oh, to look okay. at the statistics and and then it, like whoever uh, we would determine who had the better card, and then you get all the cards that built up right before that. Oh, okay. I've, I lost some good cards that were of value now. Wow, yeah, wow. if you had had you know, my my team growing up was the Braves. So if you had any Braves cards, you were going to lose every time because those guys sucked back in the 70s. Yes, they did. Uh, but the Red Sox weren't the greatest team, obviously, because of the whole Babe Ruth curse. But, um, you know, there were some great players I did lose because of that game. And, uh, I mean, I still I still wouldn't I – would, I wouldn't do it over again. I would do everything exactly the same I did. Because, yeah, like I, I said, those, those were fun times. Yeah, I don't know why. When I was a kid, I lived in Georgia, uh, you know, at, at suburbs of Atlanta. I, ha- I like the Atlanta Braves, and I like the Atlanta Falcons. When I was young, we had a hockey team called the Atlanta Flames. The Flames. They've, long, they've all yep. they've long been gone, but um, I like I did I did like some out of state teams for some reason. I was a Green Bay Packers fan even as a child, and I liked the Pittsburgh pe- the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yep. And I liked the Pittsburgh Penguins. I don't know why. Mario Lemieux. So I don't know why, you know, but yeah. So your your Boston teams, when yep. I was a kid, I wasn't a big fan of the, of, of the Boston teams. No, I mean, a lot of people aren't, especially if, if you were born in New York, you were definitely not a, a Boston fan at all. Now, Celtics. I Now, for basketball, I have been and always will be, even though they screwed up this year. I do like Boston Celtics. Larry Bird, all when I was a kid, I was, you know, I like the Celtics. The Celtics were my basketball team because the Atlanta Hawks, they Well, I'll save I'll save my Celtics story for another uh topic day. Okay. I okay. do have a I have a cool Celtics story, but so but anyway we are here, we are here to talk about shopping. Yes. So I would get I would get my gumballs and my baseball cards and in my in my in my uh, rubber balls. Which, by the way, when I, by the time I left the store, she had to buy me another ball because I lost it while we're in the store. I would yep. lose it. So you'll be I got, playing with it, right? Yeah, yeah. 
But we'd go inside, and this, I mean, as you saw in the opening commercial, a lot of people don't remember. Their memories, a lot of people nowadays, their memories of Kmart was the way they were when they closed. They don't remember there being a huge automotive center and, and all the washers and dryers and refrigerators and stoves. They didn't remember all that stuff because they stopped doing that, I think, towards the end of the 80s when more appliance stores showed up. But at one time, you know, Kmart was the place to get, you know, Sears and Kmart were the place to get your appliances, at least yeah. where I live. Those were the places to go. I mean, they had the mom and pop appliance stores, but one-stop shopping, like in the ad, just you could get everything you wanted. And, you know, it was it was great. I loved it. And, you know, it, I would go and I'd open the dryers and try to get in and people would stand around and laugh and be, oh, the kid's getting in the dryer. Nowadays, you know, where's their parents? Why are this kid running around like this? Where's their parents? Back then it yeah. was like, oh, he's cute. Look, he's going to go get in the dryer. Yeah. I mean, they weren't they weren't working because they were displaced. But I mean, it was like a playground for me. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, I mean, besides that playground, uh, you know, the, the McDonald's playground was my other favorite playground because <laughs> uh, back then it was actually safe. Uh, yes. you, today you hear so many stories of syringes and uh, drug use, and and I'm sitting there going, like, what ever happened to the simple days of going into the McDonald's playground and just having a good time, not worried about anything, going and get your burger for thirty cents and and, and leave? It was, it, and they even had nice greetings. When you walk in, remember the walking into a McDonald's and it was everybody would greet you, welcome McDonald's, yeah. And they would everybody was smiling and they would take your food to your table and I'm like today it's like n- nobody wants to lift a finger anymore. It's like I want to. I, I wish it was like we were Marty McFly and Doc Brown and got to go back in time for like one week and just yeah. relive it one more time. Yeah, My God. <laughs> well, back then you would be playing in the mcdonald's playground and you'd get hurt and your parents would be like oh you'll be all right you'll be all right then in the 90s and they come around and kids get hurt in there and the next thing they're i'm suing this mcdonald's like dude yeah. no wonder they closed all the all the things everybody wanted to sue kids fall yeah. they get hurt it's not mcdonald's fault it's your kid yeah. being a kid yep uh, uh, welcome to um, Lonesome Lenny, by the way. I just saw Lonesome Lenny walk in. Oh, yeah, big there support, he is. Yeah, big supporter of Rabbit and Red Radio. Thank you for joining us, Lenny. Patron number one. Yes, on patron list. number one. Hey, we got three patrons here, by the way. <laughs> Me and you. Yes. I signed uh, up right away. I was like, yep, yeah. I'm going to do it. Do my part to help the network. Even though I'm on it, I still wanted to help. I, I want to venture off one one second. Uh, Mike, was this an idea, by the way, to get two of the former uh, Crossing the Streams people together? Because I was telling Paul that I was the original OG of Crossing the Streams, and now he's the regular Crossing the Streams. The irony, huh? It was irony. I did not even... It's weird because when you just said that, that popped into my brain. I was not thinking of that beforehand, but you're you're right. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. So yeah. So uh, cripple Cody, we both say hi. But yeah, back to was... back to our topic. I just wanted yes. to vince you off for the, that one second about that. That's pretty cool. So, but I would run around, and and and, it, and this was the cool part too. People might go, oh, "You were all by yourself." Yes, I roamed the Kmart by myself. Yep. It was weird. Don't I mean, my mom wasn't a neglectful mom, but I roamed the store all by myself and I would look for her. 
And you always, she'd always say, I'm going to be in the women's department. I don't know how the woman stayed there. You know, I'd be roaming around for 20 minutes. I yep. don't know why my mom was, you know, why, how she stayed in the women's department for so long, but she would. And when I was done messing around, I'd go, I'd see her. And then I'd say, Hey, I didn't go over here. She'd go, okay, we'll go. I'll be in homewares. So I always knew where to go to find her. Yeah. And it's like, you know, no, nobody ever tried to pull me out, drag me to a back room. I was like running around, you know? Yeah. There were people that way back then, but they tended to, you know, it was yeah. not as bad as it is now. So I could run around free. It was wonderful. And even when you, you they do the blue light special, you know, for the older people, Oh, there's a blue light special. Me yeah. being a little kid, I still ran over there to see what it was because it could yeah. have been something I wanted. It could have been, you know, could have been uh, toys. It could have been, you know, could have been anything. So I would yeah, always back go then it out. was different. It was different things all the time. I, if I remember too, it wasn't always the same thing that was on the blue light special. They no. would change it up a lot. And then I would see stuff there, and then I'd be like, "Oh, I'd like to get you that for for Christmas, Mom." And she would go, "Oh, that's so sweet." But if you think I can use it, I'll get it now. So she would buy it then. Be like, "I didn't know. I, I just saw a woman on the box and thought my mom would want it." Yeah. Uh, we have a comment. Joey T says we still have a playground at the Burger King. I it's can't think of a McDonald's. I can't think of a yeah exactly. It's a lawsuit <laughs> at some point. Yeah, lawsuit waiting to happen at your Burger King. Maybe Joey should go slide down the slide and fall off. Get him some yeah, cash. Slide down the slide uh, backwards. Yeah. <laughs> so watch out today, for Dave uh, Grohl. He's got to watch out oh. for Dave Grohl at the bottom of the slide. <laughs> <laughs> Wowee! I smell colors. <laughs> I I saw that episode with Dave with the Dave Grohl. I, I think I was arguing with Joey T about that too. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, no, it wasn't him. Don't say those evil. It was things. Courtney Love. Courtney did it, and if Courtney didn't pull the trigger, she paid the trigger man. Don't. It tore me up when he said it's Grohl, and he's nope. But, it's not but you know what? He there was a few things that made sense. I'll I'll give Joey some props on that. There was a few things that made sense. Oh, I'm not judging him in any bad way. I just don't want to hear it. It's like yeah. You know, but if if he get if he's like you know, I I I have to say some of the evidence he gave you can't really dispute. Yeah. So, you know, it could be. <laughs> I think the drummer one was a little far fetched, but like you know, actually the drummer one is the one that kind of made me think. Like every time, you know, maybe he did, you know, I slipped him something in his drink or something, you know, to get it. Yeah. I'm just saying it kind of, that's the one I was, I wasn't with him until he brought up the drummer. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, <laughs> speaking of Nirvana, you know, like the first guy that I think of when I think of uh, Kurt Cobain, as I think of Jim Morrison, you know, it's. Yeah, we we in the seventies we had we did have Jim Morrison very shortly. I think he died in seventy one, if I remember, or seventy two. And uh, but another musician that didn't have a long history, just like Kurt Cobain. And yeah, that that's another thing I do miss about the seventies and the even the eighties is uh, the music. Um, I mean, we could have another topic on that for like hours, but uh, it was it. Again, I'll go back to the word simpler. It was all simpler music. It wasn't about controversial issues. Well, some of them were, but, you know, like as a kid, you don't comprehend things until later on in life. Like you could be listening to a song that was very 
um, uh, politically driven. But as a kid, you're not thinking about that. So, like, to oh, me, no. those were all carefree songs. You know, later on in life, it's like later on in life, I heard, I remember tell, someone telling me that the song by the police, Every Breath You Take, was about a stalker. When I was a kid, I was just, I thought it was a great melody. So, right. Like, <laughs> yeah. the, the two Lou Reed songs. Lou Reed had that Wonderful Day, which is a song about getting high with heroin. And then yeah. he did the Take a Walk on the Wild Side, where, you know, he talks about all the colored girls say, do, 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 do. And it had the, uh, had the song about the woman giving head. So it's like, but you don't get it when you're a kid. You're like, oh, this is yeah. a pretty good song. And then you turn into a teenager. You're like, oh my God, I can't believe, you know, he got away with saying that, but he did. So yeah, the, the, we, the music, TV shows, a lot of stuff that we didn't get then that today we're like, oh, I see. But even when I look back on then and compare it to now, it just seems like the controversy now is like quadruple what it ever was then. And I'm yeah. sure if we had the internet then, we would probably feel the same way now as then. But when you're in a region, you know, I live, I grew up in Georgia. All I really ever heard about was northern Florida, you know, the Carolinas, Tennessee, and Alabama. Everything yeah. else I heard, I didn't, you know, unless something major happened, you know, like John Lennon getting shot up in New York. Yeah. yeah, we heard about that in Georgia. But unless it was something major, like I didn't know that, you know, that a young father Mahoney ran away and drove the city crazy because I was in Georgia. But if yeah. I had the internet, I would have heard all about father Mahoney being missing. So it's like, I guess there was a lot of stuff going on back then, but it was just regional, but I still yeah. feel, even if it was the internet, I still think people take stuff a little too far. Yeah. Well, just, to piggyback off of the music is when I was a kid, I, I asked you this, but you said I didn't have them down there, but we used to have a record store called strawberries and Strawberries was the place that I got all my vinyls and the VHS in the, when, when it came out in the 80s. And I mean, I miss listening to old record players. Uh, today, everything sounds way too clean. And it's, I'm pretty sure that that's not how it sounds in the studio. But, you know, they got the people to clean it up now and make it sound perfect. And on the Internet, you hear no scratching. Uh, but I, I miss hearing it like a, a rough sound listening to motley crew with the, like a little feedback and yeah i um, don't yeah i don't mind the hiss the you would get the scratching noise on the lps and then you had your cassettes and eight tracks and you could hear a little bit of a hiss yeah but that hiss in the music went away back i don't know if you remember but back in the day you could buy blank tapes you could buy stereos and it had a button that said nr that yeah. nr was the noise reduction that got rid of your hiss but yeah. I kind of miss that sound. I mean, not. I still like the clarity and stuff. I like to get in my car and blast that sucker loud and have it nice. But every once yeah. in a while, I wish I could listen to an old 45 or an old LP the way it was originally meant, you know, with this hearing that scratch and that when the needle hit, you know. Yeah. Now, as far as your, your Kmart, I don't know if you had it, but we had a video se section in there, too. Uh, you, uh, could they, rent your, you could have rent videos in Kmart. Yeah, they... Ours did in the 80s, but in the 70s, um, they weren't you could buy like blank beta tapes and stuff, but they didn't yeah. have they didn't have the movies yet. So but I do believe in the 80s they did add that. They because I don't know if if, if I remember the betas. My, that, that that was where my story was about to head to, but go ahead, finish your thought. I don't know if Mike has a picture that he can grow up of a cafeteria from uh, Kmart from back in the seventies. But these cafeterias were giant. They were huge. I mean, 
Yeah, you can see it yeah. there. There and there was more from the other side where the cameraman's at. So these things were huge. When they brought in the video stuff later, they took the 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 cafeteria over time got smaller and smaller to when it was at when they got rid of them, it was just the counter. And then once yeah. they got rid of the cafeteria, that's when they let somebody like uh they would it turn into just a little place to get pizzas. I know Little Caesars moved in in the 90s, but before that, before the name brand came in, it was just a uh, you could get pizzas and and uh, you know the giant uh, pretzels. But the cafeteria back in the day, you know, I was going to get to that here shortly. Uh, the cafeteria was that was my uh, I loved going to the cafeteria. The that cafeteria was your go to. Nice. Yeah, but before I get into that, so we can finish with yours. So yeah, I do remember when they slowly added in the video stuff, but back in the early days. Um, I don't, you know, it, I, I didn't, the video stores that I saw that you're talking about was new and I didn't spend a lot of, a lot of time checking into that because my dad was in the, was in the, uh, the music business. So he knew people. So he was always getting movies and stuff. So I never had to, you know, the first video store that popped up, which will end up probably doing a video store special too. Um, I didn't spend a lot of time in the video stores until, they uh, started releasing movies because when they first started releasing movies to rent, it started off slow. It was major blockbusters. You didn't really get, you know, a, a lot of the, the selection was very small. But yeah. once they started releasing everything in home video, that's when I went to the first video store. And when I walked in the first time, I thought I was going to, you know, but I'm going to save that. I'm going to save that. But well, to the, answer your the, question, yeah, I don't I don't I have a faint memory of the video side of the Kmart. Well, it's Kmart's fault that Father Mahoney became a horror fanatic because uh, my family used to rent the betas from Kmart. And they rented a 1978 classic Halloween. And uh, me, me and my sister weren't allowed to watch it. You know, I was at when they rented it, it was like 1980. So I was like nine years old. Uh, but me and my sister had a way of watching it without them knowing it. <laughs> we used they used to put this big blanket between the living room and the hallway to the bedrooms and uh me and my sister would poke little holes that they didn't know enough where an eyeball can look through <laughs> and uh so we caught to the part where you know Jamie Lee Curtis is uh wait uh, she she sees the window open and she's wondering if Michael's in and then Michael pops up and then she stabs him and she throws down the knife. But when she stabbed him, me and my sister let up a huge scream. <laughs> <laughs> and well, there, there goes our cover. And uh, but I got so intrigued by that movie, even though I had nightmares for like three days about that. But I still got intrigued that I would go to the store with my mom a lot. And this this continued when I went when regular video stores opened. But I would go there just to look at the back covers and the front covers of the old beta. Uh, boxes, oh. and I was just I I just got fascinated, and I was like, like every year that went on after that, like and like I said, we we can do another show about the video stores, but every year that went on, the 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 legend that became Father Mahoney grew and grew because that's basically where my horror love started was in Kmart. Well, so. jo Joey said maybe the PBR drinking hipsters can push for eight track revivals. They can bring back cassettes. But not eight tracks because it was nothing more annoying than putting in your favorite. Like my favorite eight track was the Flash Gordon soundtrack. And you put that thing in, 
and it always would change tracks. So you'd hear dun 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 dun, dun flash, and then it would go. Chuk, chuk. Then it'd be silent yeah. for a second, and then it would go ah, and it used to mess up, made the song. So no, I don't. The hipsters can keep eight tracks. They can, yeah, they can bring back reel to reels if they want, but I don't want eight tracks back. No, See, sir. my parents listened to uh, a lot of like old school seventies and sixties country. So like my first uh, introduction to music was like Engelbert Humperdinck and uh, early Kenny Rogers and Hank Williams Jr. So I didn't get into the like heavy metal until like later on in life, and like we can do another episode about that too. But hey, I'm not. What... I like you're gonna laugh now. I, I I'm a music person. A music. I like Engelbert Humperdinck. Though. I, I did. do like Engelbert Humperdinck. I like him. I like you know. I like the you know. I like Tom Jones. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, I like that stuff. I'm I'm a metalhead through and through, but I have my tastes are broad. Yeah, same here. I, but I like uh, a lot of different things. But I was sheltered. I wasn't allowed to listen to anything. But and I saw, by the way, I saw someone comment. I think it was Lenny about Elvis Presley dying in '77. I listened to a lot of Elvis when I was a kid too. Yeah, so. I like. I, I, you know what's weird? I was. I do a show on Saturdays on B Movie TV called The Music Moment, and that's the thing I was saying the other uh, the other day when I did the uh, an episode when I was filming it. When I was a kid and I'd hear Elvis, I'd go, ugh, Elvis is old people music. I don't want to hear Elvis. Play some cool in the gang or something. I don't want to hear Elvis. And I didn't realize now that I'm 50, I'm like, okay, it wasn't old people music. Music's for everybody. Older people tended to listen to Elvis more, but it wasn't just for old people. Yeah. So it's so it's like I do like Elvis, but as a kid, yes, Flash Gordon, as a kid. My issue was if old people were doing it, I didn't want to have anything to do with it. Once I yep. became a teenager, then I realized, no, I want to do all the things the older people are doing, which will keep the show clean. But there were, you know, I, I realized the, the, the adult way was the, the good way. Yeah, I had fun as a kid. I loved playing with my Star Wars toys and all that stuff. But when he came an adult, got a little bit more freedom. Yeah, more bills, this. But now I can do what I want to do. And no one but yeah. my wife can tell me, don't do that. So... But same here. I grew. I grew an appreciation later on in life for Elvis. Um, you know, I was like you. I, I was like I wanted to listen to what all the kids in my school were listening to. But the only time I could ever hear anything is when I went to school. Like, and one of my friends had an early cassette player, and like we would listen to uh, like Quiet Riot in '82. And I would still go home. My mom would still have Elvis Presley, Jerry Lee Lewis, Buddy Holly playing, and but as I grew older, I, I started doing my homework on that music and I I, I fall in love with it. It's 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 amazing. It's yeah, so the, well the first concert I went to was in the seventies. My mom took me, um, because I was a big KISS fan as a kid. And what got me into KISS was their album covers. I was like, Oh, yeah. you know, they had all the makeup. So my dad got her tickets. I'm assuming it was my dad because he was in the business. Um, and I went and saw Kiss as a kid. And I think I was probably the only young kid there. Everybody else was older. And, you know, I don't have recollections of smelling weed or anything, but I'm sure it was there. But I went, my first concert was Kiss. I've always been a rocker. I mean, yeah, I do yeah. like country music too. But, you know, as a kid, you know, you know, I, you know, you know, Leonard Skinner, you know, yeah. I mean, I just, I just love, you know, the hair. I took a transition. I, you know, I, I, obviously I'm a, I'm a kid. 
and I listened to certain music to a certain certain stance, and then I got into this and that, and then the way I, hair metal got me into metal metal. You know, I yeah. was listening to the hair metal in the 80s, and that's when somebody's like, oh, have you heard of, well, Ozzy used to be in this band called Black Sat. Well, let me hear it. And then, so it broadened my horizons. So, yeah. I mean, so, yeah, I, I love, so, but I'm going to say, I can't give away everything. I'll have nothing to talk about in the future if I start. Sure. So, so I'll go back well, to. You'll be, I'll you'll laugh back. at the first concert I ever went to. The first concert I ever saw was uh, at this little place that's actually still active in Massachusetts called the Indian Ranch. Um, and they play outdoor concerts. I saw Loretta Lynn and Boxcar Willie as a child. Dude, yeah. they came that far north. Do you, yeah. you had country? Y'all had there were some country music fans in Boston back then. Yes, it was. And uh, like I said, I just actually looked it up. They're still and it's still an active place. Uh, I think uh, Tesla's playing there this this year, so I might have to go see them. Oh. Yeah, so yeah, I'd like to see. I, my favorite Tesla song, I'll just throw it out there. Edison's Medicine. That's my favorite. That's that's my favorite. Yeah, I like Signs and all that, but Edison's Medicine is my favorite song of theirs. I think what what you give is my favorite. Yeah, that's some good stuff. Uh, I could I could I could sit here for five hours and talk about hair metal. So I'll get off of that for now. Um, uh, how, how about Woolworths? We we were going to talk about Woolworths, right? Now, see Woolworths. Well, okay. Here's uh, Lenny played at the Indian Ranch. Oh, there we go. See, when it came, Lenny knows what I'm talking about. You Boston people, go get in your car and drive over. And we'll, we'll park the car to, to go to Harvard Yard. <laughs> so, yeah, Woolworths. Now, Woolworths, car, Kmart was, back then, Kmart was the place to go to get your nice, expensive things. Woolworths is where you went to get your bag of army men or your bag of balloons or your cheap. Like if I wanted some cheap cars to melt, to make as accident scenes. Yes. I was a morbid little kid <laughs> and I had to have my accident scene. I didn't want to go you buy twisted, a nice you twisted yeah. child. You, I didn't want to go buy a nice car from Kmart and ruin it. Cause those were expensive. So I would go to Woolworths and buy those cheap crappy ones and, and use those to break up. So yeah. I love going to Woolworths too. And every time Woolworths, what I liked about Woolworths, was lobster what i liked the most about woolworths was i like to go to their little cafeteria also and i would get a grilled cheese french fries and a shake and it was yeah it was you know for some reason you know you didn't want to tell your mom but woolworths grilled cheese was better yeah there it is the lunch is. Net. yeah yep i believe i believe that that was my favorite place to hang out both and before friendlies came around uh but Woolworths to me had the best cheeseburger. Like I, I would even like tell my mom, like, "Mom, your cheeseburgers are good, but let's go to Woolworths." <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we wouldn't go because I just insulted her cooking. But, yeah. but uh, yeah, I, I would. And back in the day, you could get a a cheeseburger, a fry, and a drink for like less than like four dollars. Oh yeah, it was cheap. Uh, Mike, show a show a menu, show a Kmart menu, and then show a Woolworths menu if you if you uh, if you can, so you could see some of the, yeah. See, there's your there's your. Think that's that's the Woolworths. I mean, look at that, fifty cents, you know, egg salad, thirty cents. I mean, it was it was it was cheap, but it was good. Yes, yes. I mean, you you wouldn't think that you were at a like a store to get that you would think you would add like a five-star like grill for that oh yeah and, and it was so delicious like i could i could still close my eyes today 
and think about walking in there and and ordering. I, they always knew my order. No no onions, extra ketchup, uh, French fries, and a chocolate milkshake. Did kid? I don't think any kids our age wanted onions and anything. Yeah, there's a Kmart one. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. see I, that, that stuff was good. I always I was like you. My burger was just ketchup only. I didn't start adding the tomatoes and lettuce until I got a little older. Yeah. And the thing I like about the Kworth Kmart's menu is the pictures were almost exactly the same as how it actually looked. Like Yeah, it ain't like nowadays. Were, no, you you go to like a fast food place now and you see this scrumptious double cheeseburger and then when you get it it's small and it has very little toppings and and it's like either burnt or undercooked, and it's like, what happened to the pitcher? Like, yeah, it's like I mean, all the yeah, you, you, you not, not, everything you buy nowadays doesn't look like what it does on the picture, and I know why they do that, but I mean, at least be honest, because look, if I'm hungry, yeah, there we go. Look at that Salisbury yeah. steak, a dollar eight, deep yeah. fried shrimp, dollar thirty three two, spaghetti, and they had everything, steak. Italian, I mean, it's all there. You didn't have, just yeah, they, they had a good variety for one, uh, something for everybody. Yeah, I mean, believe it or not, I knew people when you know that would be like, Yeah, I'm going out with my parents tonight. Where are y'all going to eat? Kmart, and yeah. it was like, Oh, okay. I mean, nobody Kmart didn't start getting a stigma, I think, until in the 80s. That's when kids would be like, Oh, your mom buys all your clothes at Kmart. In the 70s, yeah, you're damn right, my mom bought all my clothes at Kmart because they were good quality, so you know. But kids can well, be back mean. then. That's when I think Walmart was hitting its big stride is in the 80s. So I think Walmart was starting to take over for places like Kmart and Ames. If you remember Ames, I don't know if you guys had Ames. Ames I, I, I remember stuff. seeing and we didn't have any, but I remember I, we had relatives up north. So I, I, I remember seeing Ames. Um, like you know, we, we had relatives. I told you my family's uh from uh, Rhode <clears throat> Island, but my grandparents yeah. lived in Illinois. So I as a, as a child, I went places. I wasn't stuck, you know, for the first, you know, 15 years of my life, just one place. You know, I had gone to Tennessee. I had gone to Illinois. I had gone to Kentucky. I had gone up north. You know, so I got, I won't say cultured because, you know, I didn't go too far. But, you know, I knew a little bit of some of the places. But, yeah. But, but what I always say about Woolworths being cheap, I got um, a commercial. I don't know if he's if he can roll it. One of the Halloween commercials from Woolworths that shows you just how cheap the costumes were. So I don't know if he's got that. If he's if he needs a second, if he heard me, because they had the cheapest. They had the cheapest. Everybody's heading for Woolworth and Woolco to get set for Halloween. There's Star Wars costumes like Darth Vader and C-3PO. Superheroes like Spider-Man, Wonder Woman and Batman. There's the Shogun Warrior and many more, all at bare bones prices. Only $1.97 to $3.99. And wrapped candy of every kind to cheer any spirit. All at the favorite Halloween haunts. Woolworth and Woolco. See, that, that's where I went from my costumes. Now, you probably remember, you couldn't see out of those stupid things, and you nope. couldn't breathe. Your, your face would be wet from breathing it'd all be, night. It'd be like right against your face. <laughs> yeah. But in those, those plastic costumes you were wearing, they were really, really cheap. You, you get stuck yeah. on someone's fence, and it was like, boom. But yeah, they yeah. were cheap costumes. So that's where my mom, hey, what do you want to be for Halloween? Take me to Woolworths, and I'll pick it out. 
And as you could see, the candy was cheap. And when I don't yeah. know how it was in Boston, but down in Georgia, we didn't get no shrink. They didn't have no shrinky dink snack sizes. If someone nope. gave you a Snickers, they gave you a full size. They gave you a Snickers. Snickers. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I remember going out as a kid in Halloween when I was, I think my first Halloween trick or treating was like five years old. Uh, but around nine, I kind of figured out, hey, Halloween doesn't stop when I go home. So I would go out as early as possible with one costume, go home, change to another costume. Because back then, they didn't have the two-hour, whatever it is now. You get two hours to trick-or-treat. Back then, the lights stayed up until like 9.30. Oh, yeah. And so I would get home at 3, start trick-or-treating, and I could go for like six hours in three different costumes. (laughs) And I I had candy for as far as the eye can see when I got when I was done. I figured out the trick to get more candy. Change your costume. <laughs> Man, I should have done that. I, I see now I want to get in that time machine and go back because yeah. I didn't know I, I that's slick. That's freaking slick. Thank I don't just- like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't, but he doesn't like to make intros either. <laughs> oh wow. And don't He's he's such a busy man on you yeah. know rabbit in the Poe network. Yeah, well, I think you're trying to break his uh, record because uh, I've been seeing you everywhere too now. Film junkies crossing the streams. Now this. Uh, this, yeah. So yeah. you're trying to catch up to him. Yes, yes, I am. I'm trying to branch out between here and B movie TV. I want to be everywhere. Oh, I, I think I sent Mike another commercial. Uh, like toy stores now are also something that you don't really see much of. Everything has converted into um, stores that you can buy your video games at now. It's but you don't have like an authentic toy store no. anymore. So no. I think I sent Mike a Toys R Us old commercial. If you have that, Mike. Man, Jeez. I remember that commercial. Hey, you know, yeah. two of those two of those kids are still doing stuff. I think they the girl with the bat, the the, the black little girl. I think she was on. Uh, was that, is that Amber Matters, Heard? Maybe. I I I no. Uh, the, the, <laughs> and, and then the girl that was at the beginning opened it. I think they're. I think those two are actually still doing stuff. But yeah, man, I I, I remember Toy Stories, Toy Stories, yeah. Toy Stores. We had Toys R Us. And then later on, we got the KB. Remember KB? Yeah. KB Toys. Yeah. But here yeah, we, we had child. We had Child's World is also one that was here too. Oh, it I love comp- going. To, Go ahead. I love going to. I loved going to Toys R Us. You know. Yeah. It, and, and everybody knew that jingle too. Like. Oh yeah. That was one of those infectious jingles that got stuck in your head. You you would watch it on TV, and later on, you find yourself humming to it. Yeah, and it's just, yeah. They don't make commercials like that anymore. No, there's commercials I still can think of today. You know, the whole "To All Beef Patty Special Sauce Lettuce Cheese That's Pickles cheese Bunny Sauce Sesame on the Street Bun." Yeah, and the you know Slink uh, Slinky Slinky 
Someone yeah. it's a wonderful toy. It's good for a girl and a boy. It crawls yeah. downstairs, a loner in pairs, and makes a slinkity sound. See, I know all those jingles. You know, I'm old and lost my mind. I can't remember what I had for dinner last night, but I remember that damn slinky commercial. So yeah, well, that's the thing important. that they. Yeah, the seventies and eighties had that that stigma about them that they came up with these commercials that just stuck with you forever, and they that's the thing I think I missed the most is the simplicity of those times. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't wait. I go check the mailbox towards the end of the year because my mom would get that big ass freaking Christmas edition Sears catalog. Yeah, and the and 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 you would go through it. And I'm just sad. This is the kid, kind of kid I was. I went right for the toys. I looked at all the toys. And then I went and looked at the TVs. And then I went and looked at all the women in the bras. That was that was that was the yep. three areas of the Sears catalog that I Yeah, that was that was the OG Playboy for for uh, t- uh little kids like us. Yeah. All right, Lenny's gotta go. Good night. Good night, Lenny. Good night, Lenny. Thank you for joining us. As always. Yeah, I got, I got a, I don't know if you've seen any of my shows on B-Movie, but I got a boob fetish. I guess a lot of us actually do, but I'm very outspoken. Oh, yeah. I'm outspoken about it. So, yes, I used to love the boobs in the Sears catalog, and then I tried to find boobs in the National Geographic. So Well, it wasn't the 70s, but the 80s, I was uh, infatuated with Elle McPherson, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think anybody, I think everybody was. I think everybody yeah. was, yeah. Yeah, was- like I, I think I think I just like went like this for like about twenty minutes. F- f- find your dad f- first time you ever found your dad's swimsuit edition of Sports Illustrated. You thought, "Oh my God, I'm in heaven." That's like there, you know, there, there is a God. Yeah. <laughs> and then later on, as you were in the basement one day looking for something, and you came across an old hustler or something, then you're like, "Oh my God, the Holy Grail!" Wow, I smell colors. I still have another show topic for that. <laughs> With the 70s porn music now. For the, uh, yeah, Mike, you would have to, you're gonna have to download some 70s porn music when we talk about stuff like this. <laughs> hey Mike, do you, do you have any well I don't know if Mike, Mike wasn't a, a 70s child, but Mike, were you an 80s child at least? Mike listening. Well, I was born in '79, so I, yeah, he's, I pretty much. So he's the '80s kid. Yeah, he's the '80s yeah, kid. So I'm, well, I'm, when we talk I'm about '80s, we'll 80s. get Mike's opinion on '80s stuff. Yeah. But all the good stuff came out of the '70s, and I'm not just saying that because I was born then. Yeah. A lot of good stuff came from the '70s. Yeah, I mean, look at us. We're st- we're fossils, and we're still around. So. Yep. I can barely walk. I can't get up and down the stairs quickly, and. You know, sometimes I have to pass on the nighttime exercises because things don't want to work the way I want them to. But I'm still here. Yeah. Still here. Yeah. I was referred to at work uh, about a year ago as I didn't know Jurassic Park was working here. (laughs) I was like, you do know that's a 90s movie, right? And I was like, but I got got the reference. But there was one show. And I'm, I'm sure you totally agree. There was one show that I liked watching that encapsulated the whole thing with the '70s for me, and it was uh, that '70s show. It, it was very authentic. The people who yes. did that show, there were some flaws here and there, but it was the closest thing 
to what it was like when I was a kid watching that show. Yeah. I mean, even even down to the uh, the styles of clothing that they had, uh, whoever they had to do the um, uh, the the dresses, the all the the all the outfits, whoever they had that nailed it. So, yeah. and some of those poor actors, I don't know if they had to keep that seventies hairdo or if they were wearing wigs or whatnot. But could you imagine having to? Oh, I've got a job on that seventy show. I can't mess up my hair. And you're like, yeah. you know, you're in a restaurant, and it's like you're the only one standing out because you got feathered Farrah Fawcett hair going on. And it's like, you know, that must have been like, you know, yeah, it was like Marty McFly when he went back to the fifties in his uh, lifeguard suit. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> You in the Navy, son? <laughs> yeah. Or his rad uh, suit. I am Darth Vader. Oh, yeah. The, the Van Halen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably Van Halen for him thinking, like, he's, like, squeezing his head. Like, oh. But somebody posted a meme today, a Skeletor meme. I like my Skeletor memes. Yeah, and, I, I, saw, I think I saw yeah, that one. Yeah, eight year, in, eight, in eight years, the, the 80s were 50 years ago. And until next time, it's like, damn. The 80s were 50 years ago almost. I had to sit there and, yeah. and do the counting on my hand because I thought he was full of shit, but I it is. Yeah, so I'll be uh, I'll be seven, I'll be 60 years old. Ugh. Isn't it funny when we were growing up the like the in the 80s when the radio stations were, were becoming bigger? The classic music, the, the classics would play like Elvis and like all the stuff we talked about. Now you listen to classics, it's what we grew up on. I was listening to a classic station and they were playing Def Leppard and I was like, I'm old. Yeah. It's like there, uh, uh, Mike ha- last week when they did the mind jacked and they had that picture of, uh, Joey T that's how I'm going to look in 10 years. I'm going to be so depressed that I'm old. I'm going to have that face that he had when he was out on the beach. That just that grumpy looking. That's going to yeah, be I- me. See, I told him that was a depressing fucking picture. And now he's all like, <laughs> No, I was happy. He doesn't look happy. happy. He doesn't look happy. You're ready to fucking kill somebody. That's why I paired him up with Norman Bates for that show art. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, Joey T was going to go on a six-take killing spree. (laughs) But he was in a good mood. He's going to be up there with Dave Grohl now. (laughs) Killing people. But but he'll be in a good mood. So if that's him in a good mood, I'd hate to see him in a bad mood. I know. Hey, I got a question. Is that, that picture on the side of you is that uh you as a child yeah that's me up in the corner yep what what age was that you know what i'm so old i don't know i know i gave him a pic i know i gave him a picture of me as a baby with the beer and he didn't show it so i don't know if he's got it and then i sent him a picture of me and my dad and then i sent him a picture from the 80s with me in my first car because i didn't know you know i know it's just the 70s but you know i figured i'd you know the uh the picture that i used the view that's on the side there that's the one with you and your dad but i removed the background and i took your dad out oh okay so that's that's just that's you and then okay. with rob's i tried to remove the background and all with his too but it, for whatever whatever reason when I tried to remove the background, he just totally disappeared like uh, Marty McFly in Back to the Future with the, you okay. know. And so, yeah, that's how that ended up happening. So, Rob, so I, you're so, a, I get to, so I get to play Johnny Be Good to, to come alive again? You're a glitch in the Matrix because yeah. you, you just totally disappear. So you're, you're like woven into the fabric of time and space. Well, I tried to find a 70s picture, but uh, I, I – 
my 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 mom who's ill right now she has all the pictures at her house and it, i can't get access to her house so that's yeah. the only picture i that that picture was me uh 1984 and i was 13 years old there all so. the pictures that i have now i got in a bad way depressing this is just depressing hopefully you know i won't get too cry choky but my grandmother died in uh april and she was buried on Cinco de Mayo. She was she was buried on May fifth. But I went down and seen her one last time. She had Parkinson's and Alzheimer's, so she wasn't, you know, yeah. Um, because she was, you know, that, because she was sick and slowly dying. My aunt was going through all her stuff and giving me stuff. Because she sent me a whole bunch of photographs that when I saw them, I'm like, I don't even remember any of this stuff. I mean, I got pictures of me in a crib with my fat belly hanging over my over my diaper, which would be the reason I guess I was drinking the beer. I already had a beer belly when I was, you know, eight months yeah. old, I guess. But or, you know, two, one and a half. But I was just, you know, it was sad. But I, I got these photographs and it's like, man, this is a whole part of my life that I hadn't seen in so long. I forgot about it. Yeah. And then that's what it helped bring up memories of, you know, doing this and doing that in the 70s, you know, going to the Woolworths and going to the Kmart and just having a grand old time and you know being happy. The key word to me when I look in the past is I was happy then. Yeah, there yeah. were some bad times and some rough stuff going on in my life. But for the most part, I was happy. Now it seems like I'm only happy like five percent of the time. And it's not because of anything I do or my family does. It's the stuff around yeah. me. It's so depressing. It brings you down. Yeah. Well, for me, the 70s was a real happy time. Uh, when we get into the 80s, the 80s was like an up and down scale for me. Uh, I had some really good times. Like in that picture, I was I was an athlete. So that made me happy. My music made me happy. And my movies made me happy. Everything else didn't make me happy. So um, I used all these entertainment things as like my escape from the real the real life that that was on the outside. So, but that's for a nine for the, that's for an eighties episode. Well, it makes me wonder sometimes you bring up a good point. It makes me wonder sometimes that I notice a lot of people, my age are in two different groups. Either they like every kind of music and they like all kinds of movies or they're like alpha male type people. And they only like watching, you know, I only watch this and that. And I don't mess with all that nerdy star Wars and this. And it seems like, Seems like the kids, and I could be totally wrong, but it seems like the kids who had good lives have certain things in their life, and that's all they stick to. You know, the alpha male type guy, where yeah. people who had some rough struggles in life and some hard times, they seem to latch on to everything. So they're fans of everything. So I don't know yeah. if it's just my, you know, my interpretation being skewed, but it just seems like, you know, all your kids, rich kids and whatnot, you know, well, they you know they go to their season ticket football games and this that. Why somebody like me, I have to get on there and order my tickets and way in advance. I have to save up to go to a ball game now because they're expensive. It just makes yep. me think because I like everything. I love horror movies. I love sci-fi movies. Okay, I don't like romantic movies so much, but like I'm a big nerd. You know, I I, yeah. I, I still buy collectible toys. I have a whole rack of video games here. More upstairs. But, you know, I didn't have the perfect life. So, like you say, it, it was turmoil in there. It just seems it like maybe good. people like me and you just latched on to as much that we could to help us be a little more happier. Well, like, for me, uh, there was, like, a lot of depression. I'm not going to go too much into that. But for, for me, like, movies, when I discovered horror movies, 
that was my escape from um, being rejected as uh, as someone at school or being rejected by friends or uh, so like in a weird way. If you ever saw that movie uh, Thirteen Fanboy, um, Thirteen Fanboys talks about a guy who he's neglected by everything, so he latches on to these horror movie characters and he almost like feels like he's part of this. He's part of the, the horror family. And when he tries to reach out to them, uh, nobody uh, writes back, but I didn't, I didn't go that far, but like I was the same way. I latched onto my music. I latched onto movies and uh, like Friday the 13th, when I was having a bad day, Friday the 13th was something I popped in all the time. And it was just like, so I could be happy and forget about what was bothering me. So in a way, it was there. Like for me, it was therapeutic. Yeah. Uh, but, but like I, I said, we'll we'll dive into all that in like another episode. Yeah, I wore out. I had I had a on beta. I had Star Wars on beta um, that I that I had dubbed. I wore that tape out. I wore that tape out, and I also had on beta um, Friday the Thirteenth. Jason Lives. I love that movie. I yes. It's the campiest one of them all, but it's my favorite. You go in the Alice Cooper music. And a nice Camaro, and a high, I still have a crush on that girl. She's probably old and ugly now, but I had a crush on that the girl who drove the. I think she was in the in the Crystal Lake Memories DVD, but I haven't watched it in so long. But I had a crush on her to this day. When I watch it, I still are like, "Woo!" Yes, she's amazing. I love that. And three yeah. are my two favorites. I know we're, we're well. That, off that track, was, a, but that and three are the best in my opinion. My, Mike, stay, Mike, stay here for a second. I'm here. That 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 scene when Tommy's hiding between her legs wasn't that like a, oh. a semi porno? A semi porno? Yeah, you guys kept Back walking in, the in day, there. Yep. And she even <laughs> knew it, she, and she knew yep, what yep. she was doing too because she made a comment about it and smiled and every smirked. time he would. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She goes. Well, that's what I, I like. A picture of her. Continue talking. <laughs> I'll see if I can find a picture of her. I'll put it yeah, up. Yeah, okay. And 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 yeah. Horshack was in it. You remember from? Yeah. The, from oh oh oh. Yeah, he, yeah. So there was that seventies. There was that seventies connection too. With, with yeah, bring Horshack in. So yeah, and I thought, but that was my favorite one. I know we'll probably talk about it, but that was my, you know, wherever the red light goes, you bang, you bang, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, we'll, and, we'll have to talk about seventies TV shows sometimes because now that you brought up Horshack, I'm like, I'm thinking I want to watch reruns of Welcome Back, Carter. Now, man, I love eight. Did you? I like theme music. I love the theme for the Rockford Files. I love the theme for Welcome Back, Carter. Yep, yep, yeah. The seventy nowadays TV shows usually just start and they show the yeah. names. Like I miss theme songs. I miss theme yeah. songs. Even in the eighties, the Fall Guy. You know, I just I miss theme songs. And yeah. of course, Knight Rider didn't have a didn't have a vocal, but that 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 that, that Knight Rider song. Yeah, I could be in my bedroom and someone would be in the living room and I'd hear the Knight Rider theme kick on. I'd sit down. I'd be like, oh, I've seen this one. They're like, well, then I'm going to change it. No, 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 no. Leave it there. I'll watch it again. I love Knight Rider. I like the A-Team. They had like that whole like drumming. And then it was like the colonel was doing about the speech about what they do and and I, I, I love I love watching that. And um, Dukes of Hazard had had a great theme song too. Yeah, I bought those a couple years back when the whole controversy over the flag and it got pulled off TV. I'm like, I better buy these before I can't buy them again. But yeah, yeah I love I love I love 
See, that's a see. Now that's you just help make another topic for another episode later on yep. down the road. There she is. Yep. Yep. I pop. I popped a Woody. I popped a Woody. Oh, that's oh I thought you were gonna show. I thought you were gonna show the picture of um, him between her legs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was. I was, getting, I was getting ready. Yeah, we should do an episode one day where we compare the seventies to the newer remake. Like we can compare Dukes of Hazard to the Dukes Hazard movie. I'll have to watch that again because uh, I I watched it once and I think I physically threw up after. Starsky and Hutch compared to the new Starsky and Hutch. Yeah. Which I can tell you now that new one with Ben Stiller, it was terrible. But I just, you know, I love, and the 70s were gritty. I don't know if you're familiar with uh, like the French Connection, Popeye Doyle. I, I, I didn't really watch the French Connection, but I know of it. That was the first time I heard the word Poughkeepsie. And I can't even say it right. Poughkeepsie. Poughkeepsie. I can't even say it. I'm not even from the East Coast. I can't say it. Up there in New York. There was a horror movie called the Poughke- the, Poughke- the Poughkeepsie Files. Yeah, I can't say it. I There's yeah. certain words that I just can't say. So if I lived there, I would have been like, I, I can't move there ever because I could never tell anybody where I live because I, I, yeah. I can't pronounce it. I think another topic we could probably do in the future too is uh, – Shows that get canceled from years ago because of the, what the topic was, like Dukes of Hazard with the flag, it got canceled. Um, Archie Bunker, do you think Archie Bunker could survive in today's no. society? No, no, I brought that no. up once on Film Junkies with, with Poe. No, it, it would last, it would last after the first episode, there'd be such a flood of uh. Bad uh, uh, complaints. No, it would be, it'd be gone. The people, what, what people don't understand about Archie Bunker is, yeah, yeah, he was racist, but he was a dumb racist, and that's what people laughed at. That's why, like, when he had interactions with Lionel, Lionel would always like kind of play along with him because he he realized he doesn't know anything he's talking about. Right, and, and he always got, and at the end of the episode, he always, you know always made they always made him look bad so it's like it's like you know archie bunker always got what was coming to him in the end you know like hey, can, I, can, I answer this, can i answer this question in, in in the comment section for a second go ahead go ahead josh miago says what's wrong with rob's teeth i hate his voice so my teeth is a basketball accident um it was about 20 years ago i was playing basketball and uh, wasn't looking. They, they passed me the ball. I looked over, hit my teeth hard, loosened it. Didn't, I didn't break it, but loosened it enough where every time I try to bite into something, um, that it hurt like hell. So instead of going to the dent- dentist, because I didn't have any dental, I iced them and I, I drank a lot of, uh, vodka and I pulled them out myself. Ooh. Ouch. Yeah. And as far as hating my voice, I can't. I can't please everybody. So, but that, but thank you for joining us. Yeah, I can't. Uh, no, I I went to the dentist today and had a cleaning. I can get I can get tattoos all over my body. I can have my. I'm diabetic. Every six months, take that blood. It don't hurt. If you start messing around in my mouth, I'm a wuss. Straight up wuss. Stay out of my mouth. I'll cry. I'll, oh no, don't do that. So yeah, I, I I can't imagine you pulling your own teeth. So I was looking at what else he was saying. Anyways, um, but yeah, we have a lot of topics that we can cover in the, the coming episodes. But I think uh, if you have anything else to, uh, to add to this. 
no, that's pretty much it. Oh, wait. I had a one of my favorite toys. Uh put up that truck. Put up that put up that truck there. The the, the toy truck. If he's there it is. That, oh, yeah. I, had one, I had one of those. You know, that and there was a gas station back in the day called Hess, H-E-S-S. Yeah. And every year they had a, a truck that came out. I love that truck. That was, I mean, mine wasn't as banged up as this person's, but, man, I was really, you know, I was like what, rough with what, that thing. Hess was a, uh, a southern guest, right? I, I don't know if they were up, how far north they went, but I think they were mainly just in the south. I'm, I don't know the history of it. My neighbor's dad worked for them, but I don't know if they were anywhere else. As far as I knew, you know, back in those days, everything existed in Georgia and nowhere else. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I remember those uh, Kmart trucks that they used to sell at Kmart. And uh, I think, I don't think I had one, but I had the, uh, if you remember the uh, 80s anime show, uh, Star Blazers. I yes. had I had I had the um the ship from Star Blazers oh, as a kid. Oh man, I would have yeah. I would have loved to have that. So that's another one. Uh, what I'd like to do is the, how all the all the '80s Japanese anime that we watched was totally changed. It, they brought it here, but they changed the character names. They changed the yeah. background stories. But yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember about, uh, that was Star Blazers. That was uh, that was awesome. That Star Blazers and uh, uh, Robotech and uh, Speed Racer. Speed oh, Racer. Speed oh Racer. yeah, Speed Racer. I think everyone our age watched Speed Racer. Yeah, and Star <laughs> and Star Blazers they had that R two D two like robot, and he would tell he was like narrate it, and yeah, I loved all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, I, I yeah. loved all that stuff. I but you know, hor- I was late to the horror to the horror show. Um, I was a sci-fi kid, you know, Battlestar Galactica, Star Wars. I didn't get the first horror movie I saw was on HBO, and it was in the early years of HBO when you know when it first came out. Um, the first horror movie I saw was Phantasm. So you can imagine oh. as a child seeing Phantasm for the first time. It was so slow. I mean, I love the movie to death, but looking at it through the eyes of a child, you're like, this movie sucks. So. So I was late to the horror party. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't start watching horror until I was almost a teenager. Before that, it was all just sci-fi. So hey, I was late do you remember what party. first movie you saw at the theater? It um, doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to be no, horror. But I, yeah, what's the first? I, I went to my mom. There was this daycare center back when I was a kid called uh, Kinder Care, and yeah. I was they're still. I was, they're still around here. I was. I went to Kinder Care. And we, they took us for a summer. So the first movie I saw in a theater was Bambi. That was the first movie I saw. The second movie I saw was Star Wars, but the first one was Bambi. That's so funny that you, you went that route because my first movie I saw at the theater was with my dad. He took me to see Puff the Magic Dragon. So it was an animated movie. And the second one was Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, So, so yeah. th- there's that connection with Harrison Ford. Yep. <laughs> But but I, I love horror now. I mean, I watch yeah. the crap out of it. You know, I, I I think you know I'm wearing a horror shirt. I know you love it. You have tons of horror stuff. Oh, uh, but yeah, see, and I know I Mike's know. a big horror buff. But I, my number one is sci-fi. But I still, you know, I still love horror. But I I went the I went a different route, and it was I guess because sci-fi was on TV and horror wasn't the kind of thing. Like horror was they they had watered down horror movies. 
You know, like I saw Dracula and Frankenstein, so I would have to say that was kind of a lie because I did see those. But the first like horror horror when I knew it was a spooky movie was uh, the the the, the uh, Phantasm because before you know you'd be watching syndicated and you see those old movies like Flesh Eaters or something. I didn't think yeah. it was a horror movie. I just thought you know it's just an old movie. I hardly paid attention to it. You know, I was a teenage werewolf. I didn't. Cons- I didn't consider that horror because I didn't know any better. I just thought it was yeah. just some old movie, you know, with, you know, but I, I, my heart was, you know, with the sci-fi, you know, I, I'd hear that for the twilight zone and I'd come running. That was another one. I just was yeah. a sci-fi person. So, but, but I, like I said, I do love horror. I don't yeah. want anybody to think, you know, I suck. I don't like horror. I do like for cable. It was uh, HBO. Remember the old opening of HBO. It was like a, like a cinematic theme. Yeah, and the laser beams would, HBO would form and then the lights would. There was a bu- big giant city it went over. And... Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, so my first movie I saw, and it was actually the first boobs I ever saw too, was uh, Friday the 13th Part 4. Oh, and okay. That When the scene went there all skinny dipping, I was like, I was 13 years old with my mouth opening and my tongue hanging out. <laughs> He didn't get all nuts like when Corey Feldman in Friday Thirteenth when he was jumping on his bed after he saw. Yeah, the, that was yeah. that was me later. That was me later on. <laughs> uh, yeah, later, I, and then I saw I, Humongous. If Mike, if Mike remembers Humongous, it was a very low budget, like super low budget horror movie. It was like a Friday the Thirteenth, but with like one tenth of the budget. <laughs> It sounds familiar. Like I've heard people talk about it, but I don't think I've ever seen it. Yeah. So I think if we, uh, you got nothing else today for me, or I don't think I have anything else. Yeah, that's it. I just just, just we we reminisced about a lot of things, but it brought up a whole bunch of stuff to to uh, bring up at a later date because you know there's so much we can do. So, yes. but no, this was. I just wanted to start off with something a little more. Once you start reminiscing, it opens the doors to other yeah. things so that it opens up the, your memories yeah and the shopping one was the first one because like i said this we're in a world that moves fast now and even i'm guilty of just getting out my phone and ordering from amazon and having it shipped and never leaving the house but it made yeah. me start thinking about oh man shopping used to be fun now it's not yeah. so much fun i mean unless you're doing yeah. it from your you know your house but you know i don't care to go i don't like to go shopping anymore but yeah. back then so that's what made me think of the show you know you know, thinking about it was shopping. So yeah, this, I mean, I just want to do something simple to start with, but you know, we have plenty. You open my eyes tonight. See, it takes two people. It takes two. People. Yeah, it takes two to tango. Yes. So, all right. Well, did you, did you want to plug anything or? Um, the only thing I'm working on as far as promotion right now is a horror documentary called the horror we make. It's directed by Brian Luciano Basaglia, who I've worked with before on uh, uh, Social Distance. I won five uh, independent awards on that movie, by the way. And uh, so he's uh, he has a bunch of people he's lining up to uh, be involved, including uh, Reggie Bannister is going to be involved in this uh, from Phantasm. So uh, oh, it'd be Reggie. cool. It'd be, yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll, I'll have uh, the link sent to Mike and posted for the episode and uh, but that's I'm, I'm very slow on promoting right now so okay. that's uh, that's why I'm, I'm kind of glad you guys reached out to me because I was just sitting ho- over here being bored and looking for whatever was next and here's what's next 
Well, the only thing I want to say is uh, don't forget to uh, subscribe to Patreon if you oh, yes. feel the desire to help out the network. you got a $2 tier and a $5 tier. Um, head over. I think it's Rabbit and Radio Network 1. Patreon. Yeah, Mike. There it is. Mike, there it come is. in here for a second, Mike. I uh, I asked Mike this question. I asked this question earlier, but I didn't. I don't know if you responded or not. Um, what is the? Can you tell the people the difference between the two dollars and the five dollars here? Um, the five dollar tier gets you. I think the only difference is you get like exclusive merch. I believe Poe is going to be designing like a network T-shirt or something. That he'll be doing, I guess that's once a year. Plus, you'll have access to, um, we're going to have uh, video commentaries, which we're going to be live, but they're not going to be live starting out. They'll be pre-recorded, but we'll uh, put polls out and um, people can choose what they uh, would want us to cover. And then um, there's also something um, called... Uh, where you kind of like pick your own show you choose um the topic and you choose like uh two or three hosts from the network that you want to uh be a part of it and we will uh just do a one-off uh, special show of your choosing oh, cool. um and what i think can that's i vote, it. Can I vote for the, best porno star um i mean we could well, actually, yeah, that'd be a 80s porno show, so we can do uh, we Nina Hartley there. So, yeah, you can do porn, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, so no, 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 uh, no father Mahoney's only fan, so like I said, if we're not if doing we, that, though. if you do an OnlyFans and you do the air guitar stuff nude, I'll be your first subscriber. I told oh, you, well, before already. before we end this uh, show, I did try to open an OnlyFans. It did it. I, apparently, my old OnlyFans uh, got blocked, and I think they, I think they killed my my a, my IP address because oh, it so won't you can't let, do anything. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so I don't know what I did, <laughs> but I know Who I used knows? to get I, I used to get video, and I'm not ashamed to say this. I used to get videos from Vicky Vet, who's a porno oh. star, and so I, I don't Ain't know, maybe like. Porn? Maybe I said something too personal and got reported. I don't know, but apparently it says that uh, I I cannot open an account or something like that. And I'm like, well, you just saved me five bucks. Yeah. You just saved me five bucks. But but for me, I have to, to do a many vid. Many uh, what's it called? Uh, many vids. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but, so for me. Um, you can check me out Saturdays on B Movie TV, um, and sometimes on Sunday. It's a cross between me and Poe on Sci Fi Sideshow. Um, but I got that music moment as filler on Saturdays, and then you obviously can catch me here with Cripple Cody sometimes, sometimes with Poe, and now with you. So I'm trying to trying to spread myself out, trying to go everywhere, be everywhere at once and nowhere at all. So. Yeah, for me, for me, you can uh, find me on YouTube. Uh, just look for Father Mahoney. Uh, I have, I have almost seven hundred videos now. I do everything from horror movies to getting personal, like about my life, 
Um, so my air guitar, my air band stuff that Paul loves so much. Uh, but those are getting harder and harder to post because there's so many copyrights out there now. Yeah. And uh, like what happened with uh, the Prince video, I just I, I, I just got a notification that the sound has been rejected. Yeah. So all you see is me air guitaring to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so I, so I, I, start, I just deleted it. I started a YouTube. I don't got a lot on there. It's been sporadic here and there. I've just been going back to it. I'm on there as a grandpa the nerd but i i'm not plugging that one so much as you know because it's still fresh if somebody went they could after about 20 minutes they probably seen everything so but if, if you are curious i'm over there as grandpa the nerd but yeah i know you like my videos on tiktok so tiktok is father mahoney also i had to open up another account because just like my old facebook uh someone hacked my um my old tiktok and changed the date of birth to a minor account so you can't uh, change it back. Once you change it to a minor account, you can't change it back. You need so, to start. You need to start making more complex passwords. Yes. Uh, so I have a new one. It's called Father Mahoney. I have already almost four hundred subscribers in five days. So that's not bad. So, Bruins fan zero one is not the best password. So if you're thinking yeah. about that one, don't use it. No, it's it's not it's not it's it's, clo it's close. Although you, that's not a bad guess. <laughs> so, but other than that, I, I appreciate you doing this with me, and oh, I no do, problem. and I do look forward to doing another one with you. Oh yeah, which hopefully you know we can do in the next couple of weeks. You know, I know you're busy, but when yes. you have the time, just let me know. Um, well, just uh, so you guys know, if you are going to do twice, you know, if you're going to do twice a month, um. Mind Jacked is the other show that's on Wednesdays, so Mind Jacked would be next week. So if you guys want to do the week after next, that'll, uh, you know, we could do this, we could do this Mind Jack, this Mind Jack, that you know, and that's how we could do Wednesdays if that's what hey, you guys want to uh, do. Is is uh, so Mind Jack is this Wednesday, and then the, the Wednesday after is open, and then the Wednesday two weeks from then will be open. Well. The Wednesday, well, what it is, is, is I think it's August. Is, I'm looking at August 3rd because I'm going away uh, on vacation. Uh, this right. one's a lot shorter. This one's only right. about a week. Uh, so, um, but August 3rd would, would be the last Wednesday before I left. So, well, yeah, um, well, we're, it's basically, um, Mind Jacked is every other Wednesday. So any Wednesday that... Any Wednesday that isn't mind jacked is is open. Okay. Basically. Well, because yeah, they're going to be doing mind jacked on the sixth. We could do this on the yeah. I guess yeah. So. We could do this on the twentieth of July, and then not do another one till you get back from vacation, like I know another two weeks. It's up to you when you when oh, you yeah. have the time. I that mean, I don't want to. No, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to do I, you know like like twice a month is how what I want. But I know you mentioned you want to ease into it, but. I mean, if you want to, you know, do it again on, uh, like I said, we could do it on the 27th and that way that's the last show. And then you'll take your vacation. Then we can discuss yeah. the next one when you come back. Well, honestly, I, I wanted to ease into it only because a, I haven't done a podcast in a while and B I've, I've never all, honestly been good at talking about myself. And so like, I, I, I wanted to do this one episode to see how it went. And I, I think I did good, and I think I'm going to be able to handle, like, the twice. So, yeah, we'll talk about the twice. All right. So, then we'll, then we'll we'll 
the last Wednesday of June, we'll come back and then Rob will go on his vacation on his luxury yacht. And then we'll come back after that. Yeah. All right. So, so uh, so I appreciate thank you. Go ahead. Yes. Yes. No, I was going to say thank you for doing this with me. And I thank anybody who's watched and anybody who watches in the future. Thank you. So and same with me. Thank you for everybody who uh, joined, who left comments. Um, even that jerk that Mike kicked out. Because uh, <laughs> you, 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 sir, you, sir, just helped our algorithm. So thank you very much. And uh, yes, to the future and uh, much love, peace, harmony. Thank yep. you, everyone. Thank you, Mike. And the men who hold high places must be the ones who start to mold a new reality closer to the heart, closer to the heart. $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.